Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. And on this Tuesday episode, I want to continue breaking down the Tennessee Titans 27-3 victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. But I want to do it from a different angle. On yesterday's show, I gave you guys my instant reactions, my raw emotions after the Titans victory. But on today's show, I want to get a little bit nerdy with it and do a data-driven edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Go over some of the numbers player grades, and data that really stood out to me after the Titans' Week 7 win over the Chiefs. And first, I want to highlight exactly how crazy it was that the Titans totally dismantled the Chiefs and handed them not only their worst loss since Patrick Mahomes became quarterback, but their worst loss since Andy Reid took over as head coach. After that, want to look at some of the individual performances, some of the individual numbers that stuck out After that, I want to look at some of the individual numbers that really stood out to me. I'm going to highlight just how great Ryan Tannehill was on Sunday, just how awesome Derrick Henry has been throughout the year, who the Titans' best offensive lineman so far this year has been, and we will once again talk about how wonderful Harold Landry has been playing. And then finally, to cap off today's show, I'm going to give you guys some of the biggest player grades that stood out on offense and defense and update you on how the offensive line performed against the Chiefs. And it was a very good showing. So a data-driven Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, let's dive into this data-driven Tuesday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast. Before we do, just want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. And if this is your first listen ever to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube page. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Have to follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans, where I post all of my film breakdowns and all my film clips you won't want to miss. Follow the show Facebook page, at Locked on Titans pod as well. But let's dive into all of these numbers. And the first thing that I want to do is just put a spotlight on how the Titans completely took apart the Kansas City Chiefs. And I have some incredible stats to highlight just that. So first and foremost, this was Patrick Mahomes' worst passer rating of his entire career at 62.3. It was also his lowest QBR of his entire career at 6.1. So clearly the worst day Patrick Mahomes has ever had in his career. But not only that, Derrick Henry, the Titans star running back, threw more passing touchdowns on the day than Patrick Mahomes. And of course it was the worst day of Patrick Mahomes' career. But not only that, this was the worst performance the Kansas City Chiefs have had since Andy Reid took over as coach. This is the least amount of points that the Chiefs have scored in any game since December 30th, 
2012. That was the last game for the Chiefs that was not coached by Andy Reid. So the worst game that Andy Reid has ever had as the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, the worst game that Patrick Mahomes has ever played in his NFL career, brought to you by the Tennessee Titans defense. It still feels pretty crazy to say that. Speaking of that Tennessee Titans defense, also want to highlight some some overall statistics for each side of the ball. Number one, for the Titans defense, this is the first time since 2018 that the defense has had more sacks than they have given up points. So the Titans gave up three points to the Chiefs. They had four sacks on the day, and that is the first time that has happened since week 15 of 2018 against the New York Giants, where the Titans pitched a shutout, gave up zero points, and had three sacks on the day. And it's even more incredible to think that the Titans were able to do that when they only blitzed Patrick Mahomes one time. And when you talk about a blitz, you would define that as bringing more than four rushers on the play. So the Titans only sent five one time in the game. We're still able to get four sacks on Mahomes on 18 pressures and hold the Chiefs offense to only three points. Incredible stuff from the defense. On offense, the big thing that stood out to me, Todd Downing's play-action usage. When the Titans use play-action a lot, they win. And let me highlight that for you. Week one, the Titans only used play-action 11.6% of the time, and they got destroyed. Their worst loss of the year. No surprise there. Week two, the Titans boost that up by 20%, 31.1% play-action usage. That's a W the win against the Seahawks. Then in week three against the Colts, 41.9% play action. And of course, that's a win. The most that the Titans have done it all year. Week four, 21.1%. Their second lowest of the year. And guess what? That's the loss to the Jets. You rebound with 34.6% play action in week five. You get the win over the Jags against The Buffalo Bills, the Titans were at 31% for play action. That's a W. And then against the Chiefs, 40%, their second highest play action rate of the year. And of course, it's a win. So basically, anytime that the Titans play action 30% or above, they win. If they're 21% or below, they lose. Todd Downing, keep using that play action. Keep using it on early downs. That's exactly what the Titans want to see. And the last statistic that I have here for you is just one for the Titans organization. Nissan Stadium, formerly known as LP Field, has been open since 1999. Well, on Monday Night Football, the Titans broke the attendance record having 69,419 people in attendance. And I saw something really cool. If you've been on Titans Twitter, then you know about Matt Neely, who unfortunately passed away uh, a a few years ago. And uh, his big thing was 69, 420, all that. So it's nice to say that the Titans had 69,419 people in attendance, but Matt Neely was there, 69, 420. Shout out to the boy. But... Going forward, the Titans broke that record on Sunday against the Chiefs, 69,484 people in attendance. Love to see that, of course. Uh, A lot of Chiefs fans there, a lot of Bills fans there, but that's the reality 
of Nash Vegas, of Nashville. Still like to see those numbers and those records broken. Congratulations to the Titans organization. But those are some of the big picture numbers that I wanted to talk about to start today's show. We're going to zoom in, as I love to do in the second segment of the show, talk about some of the individual numbers that popped out to me. And, of course, at the end of the show, we'll talk some player grades on offense and defense and give you an update on what I call the weekly pressure report for the Titans. So a lot to discuss still on this data-driven Tuesday episode of the Locked on Titans podcast. But before we get into that, do want to tell you guys about a fantastic app that is free called Get Upside. And any Titans fan who buys gas has to know about it. Once again, that's Get Upside. And my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents per gallon cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot make up to two. $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash goes right to your account, and then you can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or even an e-gift card like for Amazon. Download the free Get Upside app, use that promo code TOUCHDOWN, and get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free Get Upside app. Titans fans, let's continue this data-driven Tuesday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast. Before we get into our individual numbers, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, you can find the Locked On Titans podcast on every platform and always free. But diving into these numbers, I want to start with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was Excellent on Sunday. Right now, going into Monday Night Football, Monday Night Football hasn't been played. Ryan Tannehill is the highest graded passer of the weekend per pro football focus at an 89.4. And remember, that includes uh, kind of a bad interception. But it's not just that. Ryan Tannehill had a 105.2 passer rating on Sunday. That is the 21st time that he's had a passer rating of over 100 since he took over as the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Just to provide some context, Marcus Mariota had only done it 20 times, so Ryan Tannehill has already surpassed Mariota. Next would be Warren Moon at 33 times. And then after that, of course, our GOAT, number nine, Steve McNair, did it 40 times as the starting quarterback for the Titans. So Ryan Tannehill would have to do it all over again to catch Steve McNair, but a great career so far for Ryan Tannehill in just a few short seasons as the starting quarterback. Not only that, but Ryan Tannehill was getting the ball out of his hands quickly. One myth that I hated hearing at the beginning of the year was that Ryan Tannehill was holding the ball too long, and and that's why the, the Titans were giving up so many sacks. Well, that's not the case at all. Ryan Tannehill had been getting the ball out of his hands very quickly throughout the year, and that's an absolute requirement with how the Titans have struggled in pass protection, but struggles that haven't really uh, hurt them the last 
two weeks, which has been a, a breath of fresh air. But Tannehill got rid of the ball so fast on Sunday. His time to throw, this is the amount of seconds it takes for him to get the ball out of his hands from getting a snap, 2.17 seconds. It was not only the quickest in the NFL in Week 7, but the quickest in the NFL this year. Ryan Tannehill, just absolutely knowing exactly what to do with the ball, knowing the scheme like the back of his hand, getting the ball out to his playmakers, not taking sacks, just beautiful stuff. And it's not only that. The time to throw is just one piece of it. If you look at some of the statistics as well, Ryan Tannehill has not been responsible for the sacks this year. He's only been responsible for 5% of the Titans' sacks allowed this year, and that's just partial responsibility. As for sacks that are just completely on Ryan Tannehill, it's only been two. Two of the Titans' 21 sacks of loud have been directly attributed to Ryan Tannehill making the mistake and it being fully on him. So Tannehill is getting the ball out of his hands quick. He's throwing dimes. He's It's not his fault when the sacks happen. Just great stuff from Ryan Tannehill overall. And I also want to mention this. The Titans threw seven Play-action passes with Derrick Henry in the first half of that game. Ryan Tannehill was 6-for-6 with 119 passing yards. And the one play-action attempt that he didn't complete a pass on was when he ran in the ball on the goal line when he faked the pitch to Derrick Henry. So 7 out of 7 play-action opportunities with Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill really made it count. And those play-action opportunities to Derrick Henry really, really work. You know why? Because of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has been fantastic. Just want to highlight where Derrick Henry is right now in the 2021 season compared to where he was through seven games last year in 2020. In 2020, he had 161 carries. He's at 191 now, so an increased workload for the big dog. He had 775 rushing yards through seven games last year. 869 right now. That's outrageous stuff. With the extra game, Derrick Henry is going over 2,000. He had eight rushing touchdowns last year. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns right now, so ahead of pace. He had 10 catches last year for 81 yards at this time. He's got 18 catches right now for 154 yards. He is one catch away from tying his career high at 19. He is definitely going to break that with not only his improvements, as a pass catching back, but also the way that Todd Downing is using him on those quick swing passes in the passing game. And not only those numbers, but he's got a passing TD as well. So Derrick Henry doing phenomenal, great stuff there, and that allows the play action to work so well. Now, who has been the best offensive lineman on the Titans this year? Well, best may be a little convoluted in terms of overall dominance. I would give that vote to Roger Saffold. But when you look at consistency, it's been David Questenberry. David Questenberry is the fourth best graded run blocking tackle in the NFL right now. Literally the fourth best. Fourth best run blocking tackle in the NFL, David Questenberry. I bet a lot of you guys would not have suspected that he has taken so much heat throughout this year, but for no reason he's been the most consistent offensive lineman for the Titans. If you take away that game against the Jets, which I hate when you say when people say things like that. You, you can't do that. You can't just take them away. But, I mean, he had 11 pressures allowed in that game. Outside of that, he's only had about seven pressures allowed all year. Only one sack on the year allowed. He's had no penalties so far this year. 
And like I said, 87.5 run blocking grade. That's fourth best in the NFL among offensive tackles. The only guys ahead of him, Trent Williams, 95.1. Tyron Smith, 92.6. And Jack Conklin, an 88.4. So you're telling me that Conklin's getting paid near $18 million a year and Questenberry's been basically just as good at him as a run blocker? Yeah, there's struggles in pass protection, but man, get off David Questenberry, folks. I've had enough of it. Finally, do want to highlight once again Harold Landry's greatness so far this year. He's got seven and a half sacks through seven games. That is the highest total through seven games in Tennessee Titans and Houston Oilers history, tied with William Fuller in 1991 and Kyle Vandenbosch in 2005. So the most sacks by any Titan or Oiler through seven games in franchise history, Harold Landry. And along with that, Harold Landry once again for the seventh game in a row had over five pressures or five pressures or more, however you want to define that, five pressures or more. Harold Landry is balling, folks. So those are some of the individual numbers that really stood out to me. We are going to keep talking individual numbers. I'm going to give you guys some PFF grades, the top five on offense and defense. We're going to talk pressure on the offensive line as well to cap off this data-driven episode of the Locked on Titans podcast. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about betonline.ag, the quickest and easiest way to bet on all of the pro or college football action. It's not just pro and college football. The start of the basketball season is here. Start of hockey season is here. Still have the MLB playoffs. There's boxing. There's UFC. Heck, they even have your favorite Vegas casino game. So go to betonline.ag right now. You can use your desktop, your uh, laptop, or you can use your mobile device. Sign up, use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're literally giving you free money at betonline.ag. That's betonline where the game starts. Also, have to tell you guys about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family company that's been serving online customers for over 20 years. Their online catalog is really easy to use. It's really easy to navigate. A few easy clicks get you whatever part you need and gets it delivered directly to your door. I will never go to a chain auto parts store again for a couple of different reasons. One, I have to wear pants. Boo. Two, they may not even have the part that I need because they have a limited inventory, because it's a brick-and-mortar shop. If you're going to have to order it from your warehouse, why not order it directly from rockauto.com's warehouse and cut out the middleman, a middleman that wants to charge you twice as much as the professional mechanic who's buying the same part in the line next to you. So you're going to pay more, you might have to wait on the part anyway, and you're going to have to wear pants. You never have to deal with any of that when you order from rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information so they know that I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Titans fans, let's cap off this data-driven 
Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We have talked some big picture team statistics. We talked some individual statistics as well. I want to keep that theme going here. We're going to dive into some player grades. We're going to dive into my Week 7 Offensive Line Pressure Report as well. Before we do that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. But now that you've got your Titans information covered, the trade deadline is right around the corner and you don't want to miss our live NFL trade deadline show. Reaction to every move, plus a second half of the season preview and much more. Catch the show live from 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern, November the 2nd on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. And I host the Thursday Locked On NFL show. You don't want to miss that. So head over to the Locked On NFL YouTube page and subscribe now so you don't miss any of the excellent content that we're putting out. Also, check out the Peacock and Williamson show. Brian Peacock, NFL scout, former NFL scout, Matt Williamson, Monday through Friday, giving you a national perspective on all the latest NFL news. That's the Peacock and Williamson podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But now, like I said, I want to get into some some player grades. I want to get into my, my pressure report that I like to put out. First and foremost, let's talk offensive grades. So the top five. Graded Tennessee Titans on offense per pro football focus. Number one, A.J. Brown with his eight catches for 133 yards and a touchdown. He had a 91.2 offensive grade. Remember, the grades are out of 100. So that's a fantastic performance from A.J. And just confirms, obviously, what we saw on the field. Next, Ryan Tannehill, as I mentioned in the second segment, an 89.4. Right now, prior to Monday Night Football, That's the highest-graded quarterback performance of the week, and he threw that bad interception. It's crazy how well Ryan Tannehill played in the second half of the Bills game and then throughout the game against the Chiefs. Then the third-highest-graded offensive Titan, Kendall Lamb, 83.2. I gave Kendall Lamb a big tighten up in the show. I thought he played excellent while he was in there. Unfortunately, he did get injured, but a pretty good day for Kendall Lamb. Number four, my boy. David Questenberry with an 81.4. Again, been one of the best run-blocking tackles in the NFL. Some struggles in pass protection, but did pretty well in this game. And then Michael Pruitt, who got uh, you know a lot of ups for me on Twitter on Tuesday with some of my initial clips that I posted online at Tic Tac Titans. You cannot miss out on all the film content that I post on Twitter. I can't put it here. It's a copyright issue. So get it all on Twitter, guys. It's worth creating an account if you don't have one. Just follow me. That's all you have to do. Keep it simple. Um, Michael Pruitt, 80.7 grade, had the touchdown catch on the, the Wild King touchdown throw from Derrick Henry, had an excellent catch over the middle of the field in cover two where he split the safeties on a big conversion for the Titans. I thought he's played excellent. It's crazy that the Titans let him walk and then signed him back during training camp. I mean, what were they? Or it was right before the beginning of the year, right before week one. What were they thinking? What would this team be doing without Michael Pruitt the last few weeks? Woo! I don't want to think about it, okay? I don't want to think about it. So, anyways, moving forward to the defensive side of the ball, some defensive grades that, um, you know, made the top of the list. The highest-rated Tennessee Titan on defense, the mayor of Murfreesboro, 31 Savage, Kevin Byard. He had a 91, a flat 91. What an absolute stud. What a superstar Kevin Byard was on Sunday and has been 
all year long. If you guys missed my film breakdown on Kevin Byard after the Jaguars game, make sure you check that out. I do an article every week, a film study for the USA Today Titans Wire. Go ahead and check that out. It's pinned on my Twitter account right now as well. But Kevin Byard's been great. Dane Crookshank, number two, was 79.2. Crookshank did so well playing man coverage against Travis Kelsey. I know that Kelsey's a little bit banged up, but like I said, Crookshank was a, a, a matchup to watch for me going into the game. He has the physicality and the size and the athleticism to do these matchup things. Love what Crookshank was able to do in that game. Matthias Farley at number three, 76.1. Matthias Farley finally getting some run, doing what I thought he could do when he was signed in the offseason. The three top players for the Titans were their three safeties. Without Amani Hooker, without Christian Fulton, this is what this defense can do? Woo! Let's go, baby. Great stuff ahead for the Titans defense. Then another member of the secondary. It's insane. 74.9 from Greg Mabin. Greg Mabin. He just got to town. They barely had his uniform printed. I don't think he had his last name on his uniform. It wasn't ready to go. Just kidding. It was there. It was there. They were ready. But uh, Mabin had a funny quote, and he said it was one of the best games that he's ever been a part of, and he felt pretty comfortable because it's like the 10th time that he's been in Tennessee, and he's not wrong, but nice to see him get some good run out there. Now, I do have to say, this is where I always say pro football focus, are the grades are only part of the story because what you didn't hear in the top four there was any of the Titans' defensive linemen, and we all know that the Titans' defensive linemen are what made this game go, but the Titans weren't great in run defense. They gave up some some good runs to the Chiefs, but the Chiefs just weren't able to run the ball because they were down by so much. The game script ruined that for them. So that's why you don't see a lot of defensive linemen up top, even though they dominated the game because there were some struggles in run all, uh, run defense. But the Titans were just giving up the run in this game, saying, sure, run it, but you're not going to be able to throw it. And if you can't throw, then you can't do anything. And that was exactly right. But the fifth and final defensive Titan in the top five was Danico Autry, who was the best defensive lineman for the Titans in this game. He had a 74 Point six grade, so good stuff there. Uh, some other things that I want to highlight, my offensive line pressure report. And just so you guys know, I post all of this information on my Twitter on Monday mornings as soon as the information is available. So if you ever want to get this stuff a little bit early, feel free to go to my Twitter account, check that out, at Tic Tac Titans. Uh, the last thing that I want to discuss with you guys is the Titans pressure report. This is about the offensive line. So David Questenberry, zero sacks allowed, one pressure allowed. Nate Davis, zero sacks allowed, zero pressures allowed. Nate Davis is starting to improve. He's getting there. Maybe being on the COVID list for 10 days really did impact his conditioning. Maybe being next to David Questenberry, a new person, really impacted his role and what was placed upon him. Nate Davis starting to improve. We see that. Uh, ben Jones, zero sacks, one pressure allowed. Roger Saffold when he was in, zero sacks, zero pressures allowed. Kendall Lamb when he was in, zero sacks, zero pressures allowed. Now, we did see some replacements come in in this game. Bobby Hart came in and played about, uh, I think, 43 snaps in this game. Zero sacks, two pressures. But Bobby Hart was pulled off the scrap heap. He's not a very good player in general, so the fact that the Titans got that out of him, pretty good performance. Dylan Radins, the rookie. Finally came in, played about 22 snaps at left guard, zero sacks, one pressure. 
And he had an 84 grade in run blocking. Now he had about an 18 grade in pass blocking. We're not going to talk about that. But either way, Dylan Radins played pretty well for what he was being asked to do in that second half against the Chiefs. So that's the top five grades on offense and defense. That's my offensive line pressure report for week seven. We talked about my big picture statistics with the offense, the defense, and highlighting just how bad the Chiefs played and how bad the Titans made the Chiefs play. In this game, we did the individual statistics with Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Questenberry, Harold Landry, a data-driven Tuesday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast. We will be back tomorrow. It is re-watch Wednesday, and I have a lot to talk to you guys about, about what the Titans are doing schematically out on the field with the X's and the O's. Make sure that you check out all my film breakdowns on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans over the next 48 hours. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Woolen, and this was Locked on Titans.